I want to invite you to turn with me in your copy of the Scripture to the book of Psalms. Book of Psalms, chapter 46. As you're turning there, um, I want to make just a, a quick announcement. Um, our Peru missions team is, God is really doing some great things, opening doors. We're just about set to go. Uh, we have a special fundraiser coming up this weekend. Uh, we have been able to get involved with Gus Macker, which is happening next weekend. And we have a tent that they're allowing us to sell food at. And what we would like to do is sell cream chicken sandwiches. And uh, here's kind of here's where we need some help. If, if you would like to say, hey, Pastor, I'd like to jump on board and help the missions team. Um, we haven't really taken up an offering. We don't know that we plan to do that. But um, if you'd like to say, hey, you know, I'd like to help and make a crock pot of cream chicken, like cream chicken sandwiches, we would love for you to do that. We need about eight of those for Saturday. So if you, would, if you feel like that's something you can do or you would like to do to be part of our missions team, that would be a huge, huge help for us. There's a sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center, and you can sign up and be a part of that. That would be great. If you're a good baker and you like to make cookies and brownies and that kind of thing, um, or fudge or whatever that is, and you'd like to make that for us as well, we're going to sell that as well. Um, looking to make as much as just profit without having a lot of overhead. So if you could help us with that, that would be amazing. And uh, we just look forward to being able to uh, raise funds and, and help our folks get on the mission field. You may have noticed that the wall looks a little different in the back. We changed that to not in here in the foyer. Sorry. Everybody's like, what? Ain't nothing different about that wall. You're crazy. Um, but uh, you may have noticed that uh, the wall in the foyer looks a little different. It has a world map with clocks around that. The reason for that is, number one, is I am so grateful to be a part of a church that is, has world mindset, that has a I want to reach the world for Jesus mindset. And uh, that just keeps that in front of us, that the world is bigger than Byesville. But I'm also glad that I am a part of a church that wants to reach its community and touch the lives of people. You may have noticed the clocks. Well, that tells us what different time zones and different places it is. Um, some of those are places where we have people. Kristen is in Lima, Peru, and it tells you what time it is in Lima. Cameron is heading to Taiwan, and it'll tell you what time it is in Taiwan, only you have to add 12 hours to it. So right now it's about 11.40 p.m. in Taiwan, and so uh, just so that kind of mindset. So if you try to call him when he's there, you'll know that he's in bed when you're uh, in, in the middle of the afternoon. But, um, but the other thing with that too, with the clocks is this, every 29 seconds, according to our AG missionaries, every 29 seconds, someone comes to know Christ across the world as a result of AG missions. And we are so grateful to be part of a movement that is reaching lost people. Um, and touching the lives of lost people. So as you look at those clocks and you see that secondhand tick, just remember every 29 seconds, someone came to know Christ. Um, and uh, that's just an awesome thing. So thank you. Thanks for being a part of that. Today, I, I'm not looking to preach very long just simply because I believe God wants to do some things around the altars today. And he wants to touch us this morning. Um, this week, I was as I was preparing, I, I, I'm fortunate to have a couple of funeral services to do this week. 
And as I was preparing for one of those services, the Lord spoke to my heart this passage of Scripture. It's in Psalm chapter 46. And he really just talked about how he felt like our church or some of our people are really in the midst of a storm, in the midst of a difficult season, a difficult time. And I thank the Lord because he confirmed that today through his word. And, and I just really feel like God wants to speak to our hearts today. So let's look at Psalm 46. Begin reading in verse number one. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the sea, heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Father, today I thank you that you're an ever-present help in time of need. I thank you, Lord, that today we stand here knowing, God, that you're bigger than anything. As the words came this morning, you're greater than anything that we could ever face. God, today I pray that Holy Spirit speak to us, minister to our hearts as only you can do today. In Jesus' name, amen. I know today's supposed to be this 4th of July message. Um, I didn't bring flash pots or fireworks or anything of that nature. Um, but I just really felt like this is where God was directing us for today. You know, five years ago, last Thursday, we faced a storm that was kind of um, interesting for us. I don't know that I'd ever been a part of that. They called it the derecho. Is that right? Is that how you pronounce that? Derecho. Um, it seemed like a tornado to me, but whatever. Um, and that derecho, really, it affected so many things. It, that storm blew through. I remember I was coming home from Athens. I, was, I just dropped off my son at basketball camp, and I'm, I'm driving home, and I'm, I'm just about to Caldwell, and I look over my, out my left window, and I see this amazing storm cloud. I mean, it's huge. It is black as night, and I'm thinking, this is not good. I need to get home. I pull in. It just started to rain when I pulled into the, to the garage and got into the house. And when I got into the house, where did I find all of my, the rest of my family? In with the washing machine. <laughs> the washing machine was not running, nor was the dryer. And I asked, and they have flashlights and, and all the, the stuff. And, and I, you know, I hadn't heard anything, didn't know what was going on, just saw that the storm was coming. And, and I got in there, and they're like, it's supposed to be really bad. And I'm like, I can see that. <laughs> Y'all are like hunkered down, like, like this is going to be terrible. And, and, uh, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? Because you see, that particular night... I had a wedding rehearsal, and the wedding was set to be outside. Yeah, right? And so I get on the phone, and, and I call, and I don't get a hold of anybody, probably because all power lines are down. 
And they don't get a hold of anybody, and so I'm thinking, well, what do you do? If they're still having rehearsal and I don't show up, that's going to be a really short rehearsal. So I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to get ready. I got in my car, and I thought, I'm going to go and see what's going on. By this time, it is pouring down rain. I mean, it is buckets of rain. The wind is picking up. I'm driving, and I'm pulling down the alleyway right here beside the church, and it's raining so hard that I've got my, my windshield wipers on high going down the alley. I turn the corner, and I'm, I'm going down, and I get right in front of stop nine, and the wind picks up and picks something out of somebody's yard and blows it right in front of me. And I said, okay, I'm going home. I'm going to assume that this wedding rehearsal is canceled, and I'm heading home. And that's what I did. And I got in with the washing machine (laughs) and the flashlights, and we hunkered down. You know, storms are pretty crazy. You know... I'm, I'm the kind of person, and, and some maybe you're this way. I kind of like storms. I like watching them. I like seeing them. Distance. I don't like it when they're right up on me. I don't like it when, when the storm is raging and, and the wind is blowing and crashing. And, and man, it is it's difficult. I, I know that I've had the, I'm going to say experience. I don't know if it was fortune, um, more experience to see all kinds of different weather formations in my lifetime. I've, I've seen big hail. My, my grandparents lived in South Dakota, so I've seen big hail. I've seen tornadoes from a distance. And man, those are really cool from a long way away. You know, we're sitting there with pots over our heads watching tornadoes. It's the most amazing thing ever. Um, if you get a chance to go to the Midwest and, and see it catch a tornado with a pot on your head from a long way away, I encourage you. It's worth the drive. It's so cool. I'm not a storm chaser. I don't want to get in the middle of them. But watching them from a distance is really cool. I remember I was in Florida one time, and a Category 1 hurricane came through, and we were staying with my great uncle, and we, we, just, we slept through the whole thing. Then we go out to the, to the beach afterward, and the beach had eroded some, and, and the wind was so strong, and we're, we're kind of hankering down like this, you know. And my poor uncle, he was like, 90 years, like 85 years old at the time, and he's probably about the size of that microphone stand. And he is just, he's just trying everything he can. I'm worried about he's going to be picked up and blown into the next county or something. Seen weather. I like to watch it from a distance, but none of us liked being in it when it happens. And the thing is that I've noticed about life is that sometimes, you know, we, we, when it comes to physical storms, we feel that way, but sometimes we go through emotional storms, and we go through spiritual storms, and we go through these seasons, these ebbs of flows, these storms of life, and none of us like to be in the middle of them. I don't want to be in the middle of this terrible thing that's happening with the, the wind that is, that's coming up and, and the things that are, that are blowing against me. I don't like that. 
You know, there's, there's a couple things that usually uh, we, we want to do in a storm, and, and you know, we want to have some safety maneuvers. We, we want to know what's going on because, you see, storms come in all shapes and sizes. They come in the little shower that you get, and then they also come in the Category 5 hurricane. You know, those category, those hurricanes, they start naming them when the storm gets so big. In our lifetime, I think sometimes our storms, we, we, we face these things, and sometimes it's a shower, and, and things that sometimes we think is a bad storm, it's just a little shower sprinkle, like, you know, they don't have enough hot sauce at Taco Bell for your taco, and, and so that's a, that's a major catastrophe for some of you, so that's just awful, and we think, oh man, it's raining, it's storming in my life, because they don't have enough hot sauce at Taco Bell for my food. But in reality, in life, all of us come against storms that sometimes we give them names. Sometimes we give them names like betrayal. Sometimes we give them names like divorce. Sometimes we give them names like cancer or migraines. Names like abuse and brokenness. Names like loss and addiction. And those kind of things, when, when those things happen in our life, it takes us by surprise and, and we find ourselves not knowing where to turn and we find ourselves driving down Southgate Parkway in a car and the storm's splashing up against us. We find ourselves in the middle of a tornado and we feel like there's no way to get out. We're right in the path and life is coming at us so fast and so hard that there's no possible way that I'm going to escape this. And we look, and here's this, the catch. I want us to understand the, what some safety maneuvers today that God gives us in his word that are there in times of crisis. Psalm 46 opens with this thought. God is a refuge and a strength, an ever-present help in times of trouble. He's a refuge God's a refuge. One of the first steps that, that we have to do with, with, when dealing with storms is this. You have to find shelter. You have to find a shelter. God is our refuge. But the thing of it is for us, my mama used to say it this way. My mom said this. You got to have sense enough to come out of the rain. Now, I'm not going to ask how many of y'all go out and play in the rain. And, and love playing in the rain. We used to love playing in the rain. That's the best time to ride your bike was in the rain because you had all those mud holes and whew, you come home just muddy. Ugh. And those were okay in the shower moments, but when a storm was coming through, you didn't want to be out in the rain. And the thing of it is, so many times for us, when those storms come and, and, and we, when, they, when we see them on the horizon, when you see them kind of happening, when you see them starting to build up, typically what we do is we want to stand outside and watch instead of running for shelter. There have been times in my life when storms came up so quick I couldn't get there fast enough. I'm not talking about physical storms. I'm talking about emotional storms. I'm talking about spiritual storms in my life. You didn't see them coming, and all of a sudden, man, they were on you. 
And she's like, woo. And I'm like, oh, man, I've got to run to shelter. And there's only one place where you'll find shelter. Only one place. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous, they run into it, and they're safe. If you go on to read chapter 46 of Psalms, it says this, that God looks after his people. If you are someone that knows the Lord, if you are someone that God is, 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 you've called God your Savior and your King, God wants you to run. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. God is our refuge and strength. Those are things that we should already know. Those are things that we should already be coming to that says, listen, I'm in the midst of this crisis. I have named this storm. This storm has a name, and this name of this storm is overcoming me. But I know this, that if I run to the refuge of God, I will find strength. I will find power. I will find peace. But if you're out messing around in the storm, you'll never find that. you got to have sense enough to get out of the rain. We need to get in our shelter. Get in the shelter. Maybe today you're in the midst of that storm. Maybe just like for me as I was driving down the road in the midst of that derecho, it's, it's tough for you to see clearly. You're not seeing things because storms have a way of doing that. Maybe you're feeling that emotional wind of grief or loss or maybe that emotional wind of the report that's come to you. I challenge you today, run to the shelter of God. Run to the shelter of God. He's an ever-present help in time of storm. Secondly, today is this. I, I encourage you to seek the one who's in control. Run to the shelter, which is God, and seek him out because he's the one in control. I'm reminded of a passage of Scripture. It's in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 23. Jesus is in a boat with his disciples, and all of a sudden this storm comes up. Now, you've got to understand, these disciples, man, they, they were skilled fishermen. They were skilled boat people. It wouldn't be like me being out there in a boat. If I was out there in a boat, we'd have a big trouble. I've been crying for Jesus a long time before these guys probably were. I'm telling you that right now. I'm not really a boat person. But these guys were boat people. They knew the waves. They knew the water. And that kind of tells you how bad this storm was. Is because now there, the waves are crashing over the boat. And, and they go, hey, man, we got to wake up Jesus. we got to do something because this is beyond us. So what do they do? They wake him up. And Jesus, you know, he's asleep down below. Didn't that just kind of just bug you sometimes when, and it, okay, maybe I'm the only one that feels this way. When you're in the midst of a difficult season of life and it feels like Jesus is sleeping on you. Those guys are down in that boat and Jesus is just, <laughs> just sound asleep, man. And then they go down and they wake him up and say, Lord, don't you even care about us? We're going to die here. Don't you even care about us? And Jesus, I could just see him like this. What? Oh, what's going on? And he just stands up and he gets in the boat and he just says these words, peace, be still. And everything quit. Everything quit. I start to think about that in my life. 
And man, we need to seek after the God who has the words to say, peace, be still. And not only the words to say it, but the control and the power to see it out. The thing I've noticed about this, too, is sometimes God will do that. Sometimes you'll be in the midst of this storm, and God will either heal you or, or deliver you, or something will happen, and that storm will just go and be gone. But there are other times that that storm keeps raging. And you've called out to Jesus, and, and you're like, God, where are you in this? I don't know where you are. And then God just, as you run to the shelter of him and you call out to him, you know what he does? He gives you strength. The storm may still rage, the wind may still blow, the waves may still rock, but I'm telling you right now, you're safe underneath the shelter of his wings. He's got security for you, and he's going to bring you through it. Because greater is he. He's greater than anything. And even though the wind might blow, he's still the one we put our life into. He's still the one we put our life into. God is a refuge and a strength. He's a refuge for his people. It says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Our fortress. That's pretty cool wording right there, isn't it? Have you ever been to a fortress? I've been to a couple in my, in my life. I've been to one that was up in the Canada, just a little ways from Niagara Falls. And it was an old, I believe it was an old French fort. And you, you kind of see the layout and, and the walls that they had, the ruins of the walls they had built there. Then I also went to one in Puerto Rico. And the one in Puerto Rico was strategically placed in the only place where ships could get into the island. It was right there, and, and you could see the wall, and in the wall they had different places where they could fire cannons, and they had different lookout places, and I mean, it was really, really cool. I like history, so I, I like going to those kind of places and, and looking that kind of stuff and, and seeing that kind of thing, and, and you know, as I'm, I'm looking at this, God is a fortress. You know, I'm sure that at some point, that fortress in Puerto Rico was overtaken at some point. But today, I want you to understand this as we get ready to come to, the, to this altar to pray for you today. I want you to understand this, that God is a fortress that will never be destroyed. God is a fortress that can never be overtaken. And no matter what you're facing today, no matter what, the horizon looks like or what you're right in the middle of, God is an ever-present help in time of trouble. God is able not only to sustain you and strengthen you, he's able to get you through it. Remember this, storms don't last forever. Storms don't last forever. They're only for a season and they're gone. Would you bow your heads today? Father, today I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that the things that I found in your word, I can look in my life and I can see, God, your truth. It's so true. 
You are a refuge. You are a strength. You are an ever-present help. Some people are in, Lord, today, I, I believe as, as the Spirit of the Lord has, has spoken to our hearts this morning, God, you've spoken to us today, and, and God, even in my, my thought process and prayer time, there are some things, those names of those storms that you gave me, God, there are some people here today that are going through those things, and they have named their storm. It's so big to them. It's so huge to them that they've named it, and they've called it out, but God, I thank you that there's shelter found in you. There's refuge found in you. And God, you have the power and the ability to say, peace, be still. You have the ability to strengthen us with your right hand, to hold us underneath the shelter of your wings. Your name is like a strong tower. The righteous, they run into it and they're safe. And so God, today, I pray that in these moments, God, I know that there are those here today that are facing and going through storms of life, whether that be with family, whether that be in themselves, whether that be in health, whether that be in just finances, whether that be in relationships, whatever the case is, God, they're in the midst of a storm right now. And so, God, today I pray that in those moments, Holy Spirit, would you just speak to them and touch their heart? In Jesus' name.